0: Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: You're listening to Puma Podcast. Before we start, I want to warn you that this story could be triggering for some audiences or even inappropriate for younger ones, please take care of yourself and listen with caution. In the previous episode of Rasmina, The Last Victim. I don't feel right about telling this story because I know what I did was wrong. But that's a good intention. I mean, I don't want anything to do with Neng, but I really want to marry her, just like that. Neng is a good person and I like her. It was easy enough for 32-year-old A'a to skirt the revised marriage law and marry 15-year-old Neng. A loophole, called a dispensation, allowed for underage girls to still get married. And not only was he able to pass through the loophole, but he also had a community around him that helped him through it. You're listening to Rasmina. The Last Victim This is the English adaptation of the investigative podcast series Disclose di Kawin, Created by KBR Prime, Indonesia's pioneer in journalism-based podcasts. This six-part podcast adaptation is produced by Puma Podcast in the Philippines and made possible by international media support I'm your host, Malika Neng was in her second year of junior high school when she decided to drop out after being sexually abused. She withdrew from society for four years, staying home and doing the laundry for neighbors. Marriage to A'a was supposed to steer her life in the right direction. But for Nurul, who is also in her second year of junior high school, nothing would get in the way of her attaining an education, not even her own mother. When our reporter Duy visited the 15-year-old at home, she found many trophies on Noodle's bookshelf. From a math competition throughout Greater Bandung, where she bested others from two cities and three districts, to an and reading competition. An outstanding student at a public school, she is often among the top five students in class. Nurul,
0: do you still want to be a flight attendant yes i do do you want to be anything else no you know that you have to be good at english as a flight attendant no that means you have to start from now where do you learn english from with friends who are good at english at school do you have free time for studying or just at school Sometimes I have free time to study together. So it's not from school only.
1: Education is crucial in ending child marriage because it opens up more opportunities for girls and boys. It also helps them realize that there's more to life than just marriage. According to UNICEF, girls who marry before they turn 18 are at least four times less likely to complete their secondary education. But the problem is, Nurul's mother doesn't have enough money to ensure that she stays in school my name is Ida I am a mother of three. I work as an
0: online motorcycle taxi driver I also sell pillowcases bed sheets online I live in Bandung
1: Ida has three children Nurul is her firstborn <laughs>
0: If she wants to continue her study, I can't afford it. So I thought that it's better for her to find a good husband, who works and can provide for her.
1: Ida has asked Nurul several times to marry, and Nurul has repeatedly refused.
0: I just don't want to get married. I want to focus on my study. I want to continue until senior high school. I want to focus on this. I don't even think about getting married. I think one must be ready completely if she wants to marry. I can't even imagine what marriage looks like. I haven't thought about it yet.
1: It's not like Nurul's mother, Ida, was any different at Nurul's age. A generation earlier, Ida's mother, Nurul's grandmother, was seriously ill. She convinced Ida that if Ida got married she would have someone who would take care of her and send her to school. Ida agreed on one condition. I wanted to continue my study.
0: I was already on my second grade. I was about to get to the third grade. If I passed junior high school, then I would be a graduate of junior high school, not just elementary.
1: Ida was 14 or 15 then, when the minimum age for girls to get married was 16. Indeed, Ida was able to finish junior high school when she got married. And eventually, she became a mother. I was just a child when I got married.
0: I was only 14 to 15 years old. I was so young and naive. When we got into quarrels, it was usually over petty things like daily expenses. My husband's salary was not big, barely enough to make ends meet. So when my child would ask for money to buy snacks because she saw other kids eating snacks, I couldn't give her anything and had to ask for money from my husband. Then he'd get angry at me and scold me. I remembered him saying, Why don't you just go to work so you can earn money?
1: You're such a burden. But with only a junior high school education, job opportunities are few. It was an abusive marriage, and it was only the thought of her child having nothing to eat that kept her from living. But then, he started to hit their daughter too. At 19, Ida divorced her husband and returned to her mother's home, her young daughter, Into. Ida's mother had remarried and was now living with her new husband, and not long after, Ida's mother succumbed to her illness. Ida was left at the mercy of her stepfather, who raped her. She couldn't tell anyone, not when she and her daughter depended on him. Then, Ida found out she was pregnant. She was forced to marry her rapist. The cycle of domestic violence continued.
0: My stepfather worked in a bank and he was laid off. I didn't know why. After that, he kept drinking and drinking. Then we had financial issues again. He slapped me and kicked me and was abusive to my children too. Why did I have to experience this again?
1: She divorced him and took her three children with her, where they could start again. Ida rents a small house in Bandung. She starts her day by helping her kids prepare for school, then zips off to work as a motorcycle taxi driver. When she arrives home at night, she works some more, sewing masks during the pandemic and making dolls. She barely has enough time to sit down with her children and watch TV with them in the evenings. And with three children to support the youngest in grade three, followed by another in grade six, and the eldest, Nurul, in second year of junior high school, Ida constantly worries about money.
0: So, So I thought to myself, it might be better for my daughter to just get married, to find a good husband who has a job. I know that things could be just the same as before. But if she does not get married, I would be worried all the time. Because it has been difficult since she was little. She had to work since she was little. I wanted her to enjoy school as much as possible. So if she gets married and someone can pay for her education, she doesn't have to work. She would have a husband to take care of her.
1: This is a popular belief in Indonesia that marrying daughters off will allow families to escape poverty. But in fact, this just gives them stuck in a vicious cycle. At the same time globally, Married girls are more vulnerable to domestic violence. Child marriage poses a threat to their health as well. Complications during pregnancy and childbirth are the second leading cause of death for girls between 15 and 19. Babies born to mothers under 20 are also 1.5 times more likely to die during the first 28 days than babies born to mothers in their 20s or 30s. What is a day in 14-year-old Noodle's life like? Here she is, talking to our reporter, Dwi.
0: We usually get up in the morning, say our prayers, take a shower, help our mother cook, also clean up the house, and then we go to school. At school, we meet our teachers, our friends, and we study as usual.
1: Noodle then rushes home so she can look after two younger siblings while her mother is away working. She understands that staying in school requires money, so she saves her pocket money. 2,000 rupiah per day from the 10,000 rupiah her mother gives her every day. For context, a U.S. dollar is worth 15,000 rupiah in July 2023. Nurul also helps earn money for the household.
0: So you help your mother with work. How do you do that? We sew rag clothes on dolls. How do you get paid? Per dozen. One dozen is 27,000 for 12 dolls.
1: Less than $2 for a dozen dolls.
0: How often does your mom ask you to marry? Many times. What's your answer? I say no. How do you try to convince your mother? I don't want to get married even if my mother forces me to. Can you guarantee that I'll be happy after being married? If not, I'd rather go to work. If we don't have any money for me to pursue senior high school, I want to go to work and make money.
1: We know how hard it was for Rasmina to get the law revised so that it might protect young girls. But, but even if the law was changed, the culture still allows it. And at the root of it all, poverty drives these girls to be deprived of their childhood. Your mother already has a husband candidate
0: for you. Have you met him? Yes. What do you think about him? Well, he's a good person. He's very considerate. But I still don't want to do this. I have never thought about getting married. What if I won't be happy? I don't want to be like my mother. I agree with you. What if you're not happy like your mother who was forced to marry you when she was little? Yes, I don't want to be like her. How do you see your mother? I feel bad for her. But I don't want to be like mom. And now it's your mother who works hard for the family. I want to prove to her that I could be so much more than mom.
1: in the final episode of Rasmina, The Last Victim.
0: There were 30 of us children. There were children from other villages as well. You we were given training on children's rights and many other things. This was when I first learned about human rights and children's rights, that I did have rights as a child. And aside from that, there are also obligations on the part of both the children and the parents.
1: You've been listening to Rasmina, The Last Victim. I'm your host, Malika. This adaptation was put together by Trisha Aquino, Nina Toralba, Carl Sayat, Mark Kassilian, and Carl-Joe Javier of Puma Podcast in the Philippines. In Indonesia, for KBR Prime, Ninik Yuniati, Wahyu Setiawan, Dwi Renjani, and Chitra Diah Prastuti worked on the original series, Disclose di Paksa Kawin. This collaboration was made possible by international media support. Subscribe to Rasmina, The Last Victim on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen on kbrprime.id.